Welcome back to this week's episode. Today we wanted to really talk about Pinterest, um, the changes that happened with the reward program, um, why I didn't sell my um, my program just solely based on rewards. The importance of knowing that rewards program, whether it's Pinterest, right now Facebook is doing it with Reels, um, and we're going to go into details of different things. It's really important that you utilize it as a tool, not as a end-all, be-all, because of, like, every good things, it runs out. And I think that's part of diversifying our income we're going to be talking about today a little bit, is the importance of knowing that don't solely rely just on one, ways you can start doing that, and why it's so important, you already know, but what is really in it for you um, to start changing your mind and your, you know, how you look at social media and how to make it more fun. So this episode is going to be a really good intuitive one. Also going into Pinterest and to paid content and the importance of diversifying your income and lessons that I've learned that you can apply to your business. As always, please take what resonates and, um, because I noticed I was doing saying the word resonate, which is not <laughs> um, take what's helpful and leave the rest behind. Okay, so with that, let's get to it. So Pinterest announced that as of, as of November they ended the rewards program. So I know I got paid for November for my um content, and they did if you qualified from August to October with one of the rewards, they give you an additional money, and. I we didn't have any like announcement of this like we just really literally got an email about this so I did a post on Instagram so if you want to know like the latest things that are happening you should follow me on Instagram at Celeste Stylist um but I'm actually gonna be sending out this podcast episode over to my email list as well and so they ended the program so what's gonna happen now right so we hear all this stuff and we're like okay so. What happens next? And I think it's really important for me to help you, not just tell you, hey, you know, they ended their program, but like, okay, that's good, but what do I do next, right? And first of all, it's so important to know that if you're going to be part of a rewards program, it doesn't matter if it's not Pinterest, whatever, TikTok, Facebook, whoever the platform, social media that we realize it, which I know, um, is that it doesn't last forever. It is a pretty much like a pool of money. And once the pool of money runs out or they get the audience or reach or goal that they want, then they usually take it away. So make sure that when you use utilizing reward programs, that you really are taking full advantage of it to be utilized for your business. Like don't let them use you. And I learned so many lessons through being able to do that reward program, which was super helpful for not only me, but to also help grow uh, my audience, which was super, super important. So now that Pinterest is over, you know, the Pinterest rewards program, what can, what have they done for us, right? If you're on Pinterest and you want to grow your business. So now they've made um, three big changes, which I talked about on there on the live on Instagram, but so pretty much now pins, you know, like the pins, you've always been able to put out websites, which I've always have talked about. So your standard pin, um, that does not get on the main page. When people land on your page, you can put them to your blog, to your website, to your podcast, to a freebie, um, which is really good if you want to 
go ahead and, you know, grow it like for your, your service provider and you want to grow your list, you know, cause you do maybe bridal hair, for example, in, um, let's see in Texas, right? Like in Nash, I mean, in, uh, in Austin, Texas, then you could do that, right? You could start building a list for people getting married, or maybe you are a blonding specialist in, you know, um, Tennessee, and then you can go ahead and you could put out your work and start building a community because maybe you sell like a virtual or online education for, you know, whether it's beauty pros or whether it's also to consumers. There's so many ways you can do that with a standard, with a standard pin. You can always link out to your offers, to content. So it's really good whether you're a service provider or you're even an online educator to really be able to utilize that. And that's not new. That's always been happening. Okay. But I want to give you that reminder. But the big change that they did make is number one, now we can actually pin um when we do our idea pins which are the ones that people get to see on your page when as soon as they land you can actually link out to a website or a clickable link which is amazing that's not gonna happen to everybody until next year and even though i'm a creator i don't have access to that um that yet but i've have you know because i do pinterest makeovers for other service providers outside of just the beauty industry and i actually saw one of them she had like i think she had only 50 followers or 36 followers but she already had that link feature available months ago which i talked about in the podcast so it's very cool because you can link people like you can be talking about your blog and like go you know finish the rest of your blog just click below or we have like to build your email list if we have services if you have specials um different type of content you're able to link them out which is really really awesome even to your website. So it's really going to help bring that traffic. And one of the most highest reach ones are your idea pins. So if you didn't know that idea pins are the best way to really get engagement. That's what they're designed to do. And when they land there, remember that is your main page. That's like your storefront. So utilize it as such. So that's something that they will be doing that um, everybody will be getting starting next year. And you know, so that has been like a real big thing. And I know that may not sound like a lot to many of you, but being able to have your idea pins, which is pretty much like the front part of your Pinterest board and have people to link out, whether it's like Amazon links or whatever it is, that's a huge deal. Even if you want to grow your website or how many people are landing on your website that want to work with you or potential customers, that's a great way to utilize it. So don't undermine that. Um, but what are other ways that you can monetize Pinterest now that all this is done, right? Because, I mean, that's the main thing we all want to know. Is now that you know that they're able to also do that with the idea pins, um, part number two of this is also be really um, intentional when you go on Pinterest. So I'm going to share with you like part number two of what's really important. So if you go to your little search button on Pinterest, you always will see the top, right? And it'll tell you, like, it'll scroll automatically for you. Like, right now, I'm looking at mine, and it's talking about gnome for the holidays and different things on here. It's kind of telling you what, right now, people are really looking up for, what's big. 
and you can use that little scroll automatic thing on the search bar that comes out with ideas like for example like diy gifting guide so you're doing like your own homemade gifts for holidays is one of them as well that's an amazing tool to utilize for what content people are searching on currently so utilize that for your own content creation and number three, it would be always utilize Pinterest. Like they tell you what content to create or what content to repost. Because if you're part of my Pinterest formula for business, you know that I am not into like the whole hamster wheel of creation, brand new content all the time. Um, I love having fun with it and I love utilizing the crap out of my, my content. You probably have pictures and videos that you have not utilized that are ready to go that probably were super critical about months ago and now you look at it you're like wow that's that's amazing how many times does that happen right when we're going through our camera roll we're like oh my gosh why did I not not post that well now you can post it and with utilizing in regards to Pinterest just make sure that you look on there it'll tell you what's popular on Pinterest um and it's so important that you're able to utilize that because it's going to tell you exactly what people are actually looking for on there and it can be a really helpful when those days where you don't know what to do, or what content to create. For example, right now, it's a lot of like, you know, self-gift, gift, like DIY, you know, homemade gifts, you know, holiday decor, uh, white elephant gift inspiration, you know. So all those type of things are really good content, but be very intentional with everything, okay? And this is what I mean. So... I did put a Christmas tree up in my Pinterest because, you know, Christmas is part of my brand and my personality, right? Like it is family and holidays are a very big part of who I am as a human. And I also celebrate them also in my space. And with my clients, um, this is the time of year where in December where I give out gifts to my clients because that's a very important part of me and part of, you know, my, my love reciprocation to them. So I put that up. But for example, like a um, holiday decor, if I was going to do holiday decor, right? Like holiday kitchen decor, that would probably not be something I would post on my board, although, or on my idea pins, even if Pinterest is looking for that. And this is the reason why. If I am in the beauty industry, right, which could be makeup, hair, it could be potentially outfit or aesthetics, if I'm really pushing it hard, there's only a certain limit, right? People who are in either beauty professionals or even uh, clients that are looking for beauty professional services, they are not going to be taking me seriously if I'm posting random things like kitchen holiday decor. That has nothing to do with my specialty, right? So be very mindful on that. When you when you utilize all these tools that I just gave you today for Pinterest and for the what's coming out, you know, pretty much in a couple of weeks, where everybody's going to get access to be the first one to jump on it but be very mindful always with what you're putting out there because it is an extension of your business and of you and it's really important that our specialties can be very broad right i could be um, a balayage specialist uh, for hand painting technique which is something super niche right it's not i'm not using foils i actually literally paint uh, highlights on hair but that's something super niche, but I can still talk about different things like makeup and hair tips and hairstyling, right? But I'm not going to go into like how to like kitchen holiday decor, how to remodel a kitchen. That has nothing to do with my specialty. And I'm 
utilizing this example because it's so important with your content, even if it's on Pinterest, even if it's popular, even if everybody's doing it, that you're very, very intentional. That make sure that it's within your specialty. Yes, you can broaden your specialty as long as the topic is related in that. But don't go so much outside the box that you seem like all over the place. Um, now more than ever. And I have a really strong feeling in 2023 it's going to change finally because I'm over this trend. But it has been like, for example, if you're a hairstylist, all you post is hair. If I wanted to grow my account really fast, all I would do is just post hair, 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 hair. For me, that is boring AF and that's not part of who I am. Um, and so because of that, I refuse to just be part of the popularity and the trend and what's going to grow my account big. I'd rather be very true to my brand and true to who I am. And so I decided not to do just post of hair, 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 or in the salon stuff um, because that's boring to me. And to a lot of my clients, that would be boring AF too. They connect in a lot of different other levels. So I decided to be true to me versus being popular. And that's a choice that you get to make. That's not a choice I can make for you. Um, but I'm so glad for that. I predict that for 2023, that's going to be going away. Thank gosh, because I'm sick and tired of all these hair, 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 nail, nail, nail. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I want to see what kind of human or person that person is. But, you know, so I, I don't tend to follow a lot of those accounts, but that's just me. That's a little bit of my inside unpopular opinion, but it's something that I really stick true to. Okay, so part number two is let's talk about diversifying your income. <clears throat> so diversifying your income. Think about it like this. Diversifying your income, it's like a rainbow. And at the end of the rainbow, there's a pot of gold, okay? So the rainbow has lots of different colors, right? But they all unite into the same common goal of going down into the end of the rainbow, which is the pot of gold. <laughs> Utilizing this analogy because it is very true as well with our income. If you have never gone through something like this, have you ever thought what would happen if you got sick, if you got hurt, you know, which I really hope that never happens to you, or if something in your life changed, or what happened if tomorrow you had to move to a new city that's over, you know, 60 miles from where you live right now, what would happen if life changed and you had to start a new, um, you couldn't work anymore, or you had to find a new job or new career. These are things that sometimes we don't prepare for. And because of that, I wanted to share with you just a little bit of my knowledge to hopefully help you be better prepared. It's not about being scared. It's about being better prepared and feeling more confident in your own in income streams and the importance of it. Okay. So I know right now there's a lot of fear mongering with the whole 2023. I live in California. I know that, you know, they're talking about like the housing market coming down and everything going up and all this stuff. And I don't believe in that. I live in the 2001. We all know what happened there. The 2008, 2009 um, housing crash. I was in insurance and saw lots of things. And I had a very stable, good job during that time. Um, and I feel very blessed for that. I understand I was very blessed during that time. I could have bought a house. I didn't because I was people scared me so much. Um, I remember so much fear around that time because so many people have lost their homes during the 2008-2009 incident. So I didn't buy a home. And to this day, I regret not buying my home during that time. Um, but that has taught me a very valuable lesson to not allow the fear of others or what the world and the news puts out to really di dictate my life. I need to be able like the own driver of my you know vehicle in my life and I hope that is for you as well so with that let's get to this
Diversifying your income is a very simple way to do, but you have to be very, I think it's very important and people don't talk about this a lot. And is that most people that make over, I would say like over $250,000 for the most part, there's some type, there's some type of diversity in their um, income. It's not based solely on one job. And I learned this because of my own experience. So you can make making commission. People like really undermine specialist beauty professionals. And hear me out because, you know, I'm not just talking out of my head. I'm talking this from experience and seeing it and living it and benefiting from this. Is that getting a percentage from commissions is amazing. And it may not seem a lot when we hear 30%. We're like, oh my gosh, it's only 30%. I'm like, no, but like if you don't have to do work or you have to do or they provide all the tools for you and you do part of the work and you get 30%, that could be amazing. And I know as beauty professionals, because I have hired up professionals as well for, you know, bridal parties and all that stuff, we always want more. And so diversifying our income can be like, well, if it's only 30%, what the heck can 30% do for me? Or what can 20% do for me? And it can do a lot for you when it starts building up. So one of the parts that you can do diversifying your income is getting commission with partnering up with somebody. So that is a... um, a big thing that I saw this year, I didn't understand the extent of an impact that can make in a positive way in your income by partnering up. So maybe there are jobs that you can't do all the time, right? Because you're only one person, but somebody else has the capacity to do them. You can partner up and get a commission off that. That has been a huge income stream this year um, for me personally. So I would totally recommend that. So don't undermine those 30% of commissions, okay, because they add up very quickly over a couple thousand dollars a year, um, you'll be very surprised. So don't undermine that. Part number two, it would be like on social media. Look where the opportunity is at. So I utilized Pinterest for a while. Then it was super easy to qualify for the rewards program. It took me a while to understand how to apply for it. Um, if you didn't know this, I just got serious about Pinterest this year. (laughs) I've utilized Pinterest my whole life, like, you know, since 2012, I think. Um, so for a big part of my adult life to like dream out my, you know, do my Pinterest board in my dream house. We all do that, but it has been very like instrumental in my business since 2020. I utilized it to grow my email list, but then in 2022, I got serious about monetizing it. And as always, you know, things run out, right? So the rewards creator fund ran out creator program yeah ran out and it was such an awesome experience for me to know to see like to see the trends the how they changed over time and I can share those tips with you today is that at first when they open it's easy to qualify for the money right because like not really a lot of people are doing it and they're even trying to figure out what they're doing then as the program gets along, they get a little strict. And then once towards the end, they get super strict, right? Because so many people are trying to dig into the pot of money. They want to make sure that it really benefits them the most, you know, because they're the ones who are paying out of pocket for it. They're not going to be looking out for your best interests. And I noticed that because, you know, like I'm being totally transparent. Sometimes I didn't qualify for the rewards because of a piece of content. 
um, because it didn't qualify by some like lame thing. And I was like, okay, well, that's good to know. They're always looking out for the best interest. Always remember that they are a social media company. And if they're giving you money, it's for their interest. And they're not really looking out for you. I'm sorry. I'm being honest here. So with that in mind, make sure that you dip in early. So if you didn't know, Facebook right now um, is actually paying. Facebook reels are paying. Um, I just talked about it in my last live this week on Instagram. I got $80 and I'm like, where the heck does $80 come from? And I realized it was coming from Facebook. And I was posting reels on Facebook, not that often, just barely. And I was like, oh crap, maybe I should post more now. So now that the Pinterest rewards program is gone, I can diversify my income by dipping into the Facebook reels um, pot since I've already been getting some money from there. So for you, you're like, okay, well, what's 180? What's 250? What's 400? What's $500 going to do for me a month? It may not sound like a lot, but as we've talked about, so the first one was, you know, like a percentage for referring out, you know, um, jobs, right? That you can't do. This one is for getting paid for your content. It all starts adding up and even 500, I probably can pay a car payment, or it can pay your insurance for your car and your house and maybe a little bit of life insurance in there. Don't undermine the power of diversifying your income and how it can help you, especially when things happen unexpectedly. Being self-employed, it's happened to me. I've been home sick with a kid. You know, one of my kids are sick and I can't go to work. I have to reschedule my day. Instead of losing money, when all of a sudden I get like an injection of money because of the rewards program or another type of diversification of my business, you know, income. It's so nice when you don't expect it and you need it, right? Because I'm like, crap, I lost that day of income. And it's like, no, girl, like, you're fine. Here's a little cash injection. You're fine. And like, yay. You know, it's, su- it's such a different feeling when you're home and money's coming in versus when you're home and you're like, crap, I lost that, you know, the day. So, you know, social media. If they're paying, utilize it repurpose your content okay and lastly for diversification of income is utilize your own skills that you already have and i really want to talk about this because in the age of like so much online education and um so many educators out there it's our job as the consumer is our job as the student to really make sure that we are doing our homework to find out who are we learning from, right? Um, who's actually teaching us the content and helping us to grow our business because it's happened like in the beginning where people, like I was taking, I took one time, I took a class from somebody. She wasn't even a licensed professional, beauty professional. And for you, that may not, who cares? For me, it did bother me because I paid like over, yeah, I think it was like over $2,000 for that fucking class. And I was so angry and I asked her some business questions. She didn't know what she was talking about. And you know what? I learned from that. I was like, I'll never do that again. And from that day forward, I always do my homework. And I'm just sharing that. I'm not bashing anybody. I'm being very honest. I mean, if you don't care if you pay $2,000 to somebody who's not licensed and doesn't have a lot of business knowledge, that's fine. But I do. Um, So I really learned to be very, very um, careful with all my education. I, I always do my own research and I'm giving you this huge tip is with um, you already have skills that you do not need additional help from others. 
and don't undermine your experience and be very mindful when you do hire out coaches and things that they they know what they're talking about and they're getting the results that you're looking for right it's so important because especially now with the marketing you know everything's like okay you need to put there's so much things behind marketing to make you do the sale that I feel a lot of people lose the integrity of what they're supposed to do and they don't really share the honest opinions of things because they just want to sell the product and for me it's always being integrity before I make a dollar I will not give up my integrity over making a fucking dollar I believe that we can be an integrity and be very profitable so with that look at your skills what other skills do you have that you can bring to the table and you're like, well, I don't know. Like, maybe you're an amazing sugar cookie decorator. Like, I cannot decorate a sugar cookie to save my life. Um, I love baking cookies, but I don't know how to decorate them. And it's not my strong suit. I just can't draw and I can't decorate with that. Like, it's just a mess. Maybe that's a skill of yours. And maybe you could do a class on that. Maybe you love doing that. And you could start having an additional stream of income from that. Maybe it can be something so simple for you that's really hard for others, right? Um, look at what skills that you have. Like for me, decorating comes super simple. It's like super fun and easy to do, which is very hard for other people um, to the point that other people have wanted to hire me to help them decorate or go buy pillows for them. And you may be like, Celeste, you're, you're lying. I'm like, no, for real. <laughs> like, and it's something that comes easy. It's something super fun for me. So of course I'm going to do it. Don't tie yourself to your specialty right now and I think that's so important because for the longest time if you didn't know this about me I love computer so maybe you have you have something you're really weird about like you're like I don't want to share this but I know I love and I'm really good with this it can be like you're really good with your cry cut machine and making beautiful like gifts and stuff that you could totally sell for me it's a lot of technology I love being behind a computer like it's just my love I love it. I love technology. I love learning how to use a new program and software. I love how to, like, even like with my website, I utilize show it and it's more advanced. And I, even though it's been hard AF to learn it, I love all the technology behind it and how it works and the power of being able to change it all the time because I do my own editing on my websites. And with that, it's like I could literally help other people. And I do that. That's part of my diversify my income. I know how to change a Pinterest account into a business account and edit all the boards and do research on there and put keywords on it. It's a service I provide. I know how to do online education. I can do it out of Canva or I can do it utilizing Kajabi. I can do that for somebody. I do that and I get paid for it. Look at different streams of diversification. I am very, very honest with you because nobody tells us this and it makes me mad because I think people should be more honest and upfront that they are getting different streams of income. Whether they work for a brand, brands will pay you a couple hundreds and a couple thousand dollars a month easily to work with them or represent them. That's an additional stream of income. So when you see other stylists or other beauty pros that are not working behind the chair, all the time ask or look into like what are they doing differently right even for me like the lightener and the color that I use in, in my line like I have an account where you can get 10% off and I have it in my highlights and that's an additional stream of income if people are buying it yeah I've gotten over I think I, I did get yeah I've gotten over a hundred dollars on that 
just for um, people buying color and utilizing my code, which I appreciate. Thank you. And it's an additional stream of income. So by hearing all this, I want you to be more open-minded and be more honest about like, okay, if I want to take a day behind a chair, if you're working five days a week, I only work really two days a week. Um, next year, my goal is to get down to one day a week. I need to replace that income. So I diversify my income, right? So think about ways for even for yourself. Like how can I be less behind the chair if you don't want to be behind the chair? It's because you want to take care of your body. You want to be, be more gentle on your hands. What are other ways that you can bring income that doesn't solely rely just on your specialty? It doesn't have to be just beauty related. It can be something totally different, right? And for that part, I always say make sure that you also like start a separate account for that. And that's why I have like look at me like utilize me for an example like i have celeste stylish which is for my beauty pros and i attract a lot of clients through there too and then i have sort of my mobile lounge which is more for like the bridal and special event that account has grown more slowly i don't really focus on it um because you know my main primary attention is on celeste stylist right but i separate it because i know i can't post all the stuff i post on celeste stylist could not go on cinema mobile lounge it had to be separate and that's the part of diversification of your business make sure you're very clear right and you don't be scared your clients know that you're multi-talented um if i really wanted to i probably could start an own separate account just on decorating I'm not going to though. It's not. I love it and it's super fun, but I have enough on my plate and I like where I'm at. <laughs> so it's also knowing, you know, give and take and where enough is enough. But make sure that you always look at different opportunities for yourself where you can diversify your income. And if you're like, okay, this sounds amazing, Celeste, but I don't know if I can do it. You probably are already doing it. If you're a beauty professional, it doesn't matter if you're a hairstylist, microblader, lash artist, nail artist. Um, it body sculpting, no matter what you're in, okay? You're probably selling retail. You're probably selling a product or a shampoo or merch. You're selling something. That's an additional stream of income. You're already diversifying your income. And that is the same thing and it's no different as having different streams of income coming in your business. And please, 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 Make sure that you always look into also having, um, and you're going to be surprised by this, have disability insurance or have accident insurance is so, so important. I'm a big advocate of insurance. Yes, I used to sell insurance for a living, but it has saved so many lives. I've seen the impact of life insurance, the impact of having health insurance, because I have health insurance, um, but also having accident and disability insurance, like for the unexpected, right? Um, what happens if, you know, you are going to have a baby? Because if you're self-employed, you don't get to qualify for a lot of things, right? Um, so I think it's so important that we always do our homework and be prepared for the unexpected. And one of the biggest things that I did this year, being transparent with you as well, is that we got accident insurance. So in case I break a leg or an arm or my husband breaks a leg or an arm at work because we're both self-employed. And it was so important and it brought such a peace in our life because... It's like a lump sum insurance. So if something happens to you, depending on what happens, they give you a lump sum check. And it was amazing. And yes, it's an additional cost that we pay for every month. 
But part of, again, diversifying our income is also being prepared for the unexpected. And it has been really, even for me, um, a big driving force in being able to really diversify my income to supplement the income that I need to pay for this additional insurance. That's very important to my family because, you know, like last year, my husband had like an unexpected emergency surgery and he's fine, but he was out of work for a month and a half and we had savings. So we're like, no problem. And we had a beautiful Christmas. It happened during Christmas. It was a beautiful Christmas and everything. We had lots of fun. But I was thinking, I was like, wow, what would have happened if we didn't have that money, right? Because we didn't have the insurance at the time. And that's the part where it's so important that we learn our lessons, whether it's from our own things that happen in our lives, but also from other people that share their stories. And so I hope this episode was super helpful for you and that you it opens your mind and your heart to see what are ways that you can bring additional streams of income. You don't always have to work for it. I've shared today tips of ways that you can do it without having to work for it. And don't undermine those little amounts of income because altogether it adds up to your big pot of gold. So much love. I'll see you back here this week with another episode. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Bye love.